Finally, it is complete! What do you want, boob? You have been chosen to receive the most glorious of gifts! Wonderful! I'm dancing, Dad! I'm dancing! The ramblings of a madman can be very dangerous. Stop it! The following contains violence, coarse language, and adult situations not suitable for minors. And if we need you to, you'll eat someone. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and that technicolor rainbow in between. All right, I'm getting a excited. Today, I'm making an announcement. You see, last week, D-Generation X brought me a rooster. It'll leave you breathless. Due to my condition. Live a little. I have laid dormant inside this vessel. Exactly. No, you're gonna get it. That's right. There's a lot of glare coming off that dome of yours. You wanna play, pal? You wanna dance? Listen, sunshine. Step back. Shut up, flip, bro. Slam your head so far down between your shoulder blades. In case you didn't know, my name is Sol, and this is a special roundtable discussion post Money in the Bank special with two returning guests. Guests at the table that are no longer a mystery because you are the first two-time, two-time guests on the Renegade Roundup. We have Solon and Johnny Del Taco. A round of applause. A round of applause. Yay. Nailed it. Yeah. You got it. Yes, you got it. You got the thing. This Thank, may you Thank you, Sol. I don't know why you brought us back, but I mean, we must have tricked you real good on this one. Well, I'd like to get a picture of Majima on the screen. I would like to thank the Academy for uh, allowing me the opportunity to bring these esteemed guests back onto the panel. So this may uh, this uh, this episode is uh, powered by Riverside FM. Uh, not officially sponsored by Riverside FM, but they are going to make this thing work. Otherwise, it would hey, be they're good. I'm impressed. Uh, they've been awesome for us. It's it's yeah, it's been uh, powerful podcasting tech. It it is, and it makes it makes uh, the podcasting tech really uh, easy and smooth to do for complete plebs like me to get a podcast off of the ground. This is uh, episode five. Uh, technically, it is the sixth recording because I had the episode zero pilot just to kind of test the waters yep. and see how mm -hmm. things went. Um, but uh, yeah, this is also going to be the first foray of uh, putting uh, video clips out there, which I will uh, sporadically uh, put onto uh, the YouTube channel. Uh, as YouTube always tends to do the, you have to have a certain number of subscribers to have the domain name. Uh, I will just make sure to have the links available at my Twitter, at Soul Wrestles. Um, if you didn't know, now you know. Now let's get to the topics at hand. Money in the bank, guys. What did you guys think of it? 
I had a lot of fun. I'm going to be honest, I uh, really wasn't fun. going into it super, super hot on things or anything, but, uh, you know, I was not, there was no point in which I was not sports entertained. Yes. Oh, it was, I had a uh, blast. We mm-hmm. we ended up watching it during stream, and we were booking stuff on our little game we were playing also. So we had we had we had a really good time with it. You're doing some booking on on your side. Yeah, we so me and Phil were kind of dorks, and our favorite game we play together is there's two like booking simulators you can get. We were playing yes. you're on. You're on a wrestling podcast. That's kind of uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah yeah. Uh-huh. So we we actually booked Max from Without a Cause in his dream match with Sonico in a death match. Ooh. That was fun. That's where the that picture rules. he tweeted yesterday was like, "I'm over in every continent except Antarctica." That's from that. That's <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. that's amazing. And we're working on Antarctica. We're, we're working, working on it. We're working on it. You know the it uh, global warming is causing the uh, glaciers down there to warm up, so it might make for a more hospitable venue. Hmm. Truth be told, you I know it's it. like the plant. You know the 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 planet is uh, warming up like the you know the hot Bermuda sun, but you can get wrestling in Antarctica in maybe twenty years. Probably. Hey, I, if you get enough heat, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, uh, I see what you did there. Uh, you get heat and you get heat. A. Hey. <laughs> we we laugh here on this podcast because who knows? We probably have thirty years tops as it is. So why don't we just have fun? Bingo. That's what wrestling is supposed to do. That's what video games are supposed to do. It's all about having fun gentlemen let me see if i can pull up a bloody card for money in the bank 2021 and we can just i re- uh, review your results right now just to double check and make sure i remember everything correct because we are prepared individuals said no one ever there you go the fun part of the wrestling That's podcast is always when i mess up every single name and uh Forget every wrestler who was on the card. I like that part the most. Uh, happens to me every time, without fail. You know, it, that's it why happens. I'm to... <laughs> 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 that's that's very fair. That's very fair. I love when uh, I uh, I had my uh, my buddy Leet on uh, on the podcast last week, and uh, when we were going through the uh, to the uh, behind the actor studio portion of it, I didn't. Uh, my camera was not working. So when I said where the venue was, I said, man, why do you have such a photographic memory of it? I didn't want to break his heart and say, read it on Wikipedia. But uh, I totally read it on Wikipedia. That's fine. And just a low key, uh, low key be like, yeah, I meant to do that. That's kind of a wrestling thing, right? Where you just uh-huh. like mm-hmm. things that, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. It was all it was intentional. Like, I, I fell on my ass. I meant to do that. Uh, what was what was it? The uh, um, What was the slide uh, that happened at a... Uh, uh, in Saudi Arabia. Oh, Titus? Uh, Mr. Titus O'Neil. Yeah. Titus O'Neil with the Titus slide. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go ahead and uh, start with the kickoff show. The kickoff match with uh, uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships uh, on the line. Uh, the Usos challenging Ray and Dominic Mysterio, which... Um, uh, confirmed time travelers. Uh, I was gonna say we Aztec. we got in like right on like the tail end of that match. I heard something about a portal, and I was yes. very intrigued. Yes, so um, they're basically the opening portion of that package was um, so before Ray and Dominic came out, they had like you know how they used to do like cinematic vignettes before a wrestler comes out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's so it's that you see an Aztec 
temple like wasteland area and then a portal opens like we're talking like like aztec themed mortal combat type time portal doing like a stargate here what kind what? of a stargate yeah huh? that they that they step through and then they come out to their entrance amazing that's yes. wonderful it was no, that's fun yeah it was it was super cool it was super cool to see that um i'm gonna be honest yeah, if the i match was, was really with fun my uh, kid, dominic yeah dominic had a solid showing like he lit the crowd up which uh, i i think this was the first time that dominic mysterio has performed in front of a live crowd and he's a natural just like his father just jumping around and uh, bouncing Wait. off of things. Wow, he has not that I remember. I don't remember him ever in front of a crap. Wow, right? right. Yeah. It has been a wow. it has been a long sixteen months. Uh huh. Yep. Because <sighs> it was it was this time last year was our first exposure to Dominic was the Seth Rollins, yep. um, Buddy Murphy, uh. Ray Mysterio's daughter. Yeah, I was gonna say, was that when Buddy was getting with Ray's daughter? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It was that yep. thing. Yeah. I remember now. And that, and this isn't the last time that there's some there's uh, things that uh that WWE will remind us of that we wish we didn't. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, this is technically the second time we've seen Dominic on TV, but we don't talk about the first one. <laughs> Which, even though I I personally am a fan of that particular angle, I understand why people <laughs> uh, do not. Um, where was Vicky? Where was Vicky? That classic. I couldn't tell arguably, you anything about the rest of that, that match. I just remember Eddie losing his mind because where was Vicky? Where was Vicky? Yeah. Uh, uh, Salon, did you uh, do you remember the uh, Rey Mysterio custody battle? From I absolutely do. No, it was some of Eddie Guerrero's best work in the ring and out <laughs> of the ring opinion, and over yeah. the ring and all yes. over the place. Yeah, I, I was it. It's when people talk about, uh, you know, Eddie Guerrero can give you any uh, any impression mm -hmm. just based on his eyes, and yep. like, yep, that that spot where he partially tore Ray's mask and suplexed him onto the steps and just slapping the chest and just dead mm -hmm. stare into space. That is a visual that is ingrained in my brain for the rest of time. Yeah, no, that was uh, some of the first things I watched in wrestling was uh, was specifically that feud and such a good start. It. And I am so glad that it did not deter you away like it did my mother. No, I was. I mean, I was like what nine, maybe nine or ten. I was glued to it. Okay. I, okay. I needed to know that Dominic was going to be okay. Yes, because yes. it was. You know, um, I was right there. So for a uh, for a refresher, uh, Johnny and I were talking about uh, things that wrestling does that uh, leaves a bad impression to first-time viewers. And uh, I mentioned the story of when I was living with my mother, and her first exposure was Eddie Guerrero's story time. Oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> and turned away within five minutes, being like, nope, I'm done. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep, so. Mm -hmm. but, uh, Super edgy. Very, very, uh -huh. very edgy stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, Ray and Dominic had a really, really good showing in this. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're not going to go beat for beat on what exactly happened unless there's a thing that particularly stands out. Um, but uh, the Usos got the titles. 
and uh, the uh, backlash on uh, Le Internet was uh, felt. There was a ripple throughout the Twitter sphere. Yeah. Um, specifically, hashtag DUI was trending yeah. on Twitter. So I I wasn't expecting the Uso. Solon boys. has a look of confusion. What is Johnny, that? Would, you, oh, would you like? Would so you... I believe it was within the last two weeks, Jay got busted for his third DUI. It was Jimmy. Oh, it was it Jimmy. Was Jimmy. Oh, no. Yeah. So everybody was like, oh, yeah. So he's going to be off TV for a while. And then within two weeks, they're giving him a championship. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, Jay Biggs from Wrestling Regret uh, coined it as uh, the uh, Samoan Amnesty. Oh. Was the way that he put it. Yeah. Oh. That's. That's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Things that make you go, hmm. Mm. Yes. But, uh, I mean, we'll we'll see where, where they take it. I, I. The Usos are phenomenal talent. It's just head scratching in the in that uh in that privileged way of like if it was any other company this would not have happened it's oh like, never you mm -hmm. you uh nope. you uh show you show up drunk and puke on your boss's car you're not getting a promotion yep exactly so that's that's where just the head scratcher comes in uh next up we actually opened the show with the women's money in the bank yeah and we have uh quite the uh like it might as well have been wrestlemania attire because everybody was showing their best uh i uh when i first saw uh, alexa bliss come out in uh, her particular getup and uh, and tear off of the dress to show the uh wrestling attire mm -hmm. i'm like uh, Twitter after dark is gonna have a field day with the. I was in since I so I've been playing Yakuza for like the last fifteen days straight. Uh, I've binged every Yakuza game all the way. Oh, you're up from... you're giving you're giving Lady D a rest. I am. I've gone from one to the next. So we you know mm -hmm, had all sure. of our Resident Evils. Now we're on to all of the Yakuza. Um, I see her take her skirt off, and the first thing I think is, oh, she's gonna have a dragon tattoo all down her thighs, and she's gonna turn out. She's gonna bring a sword out, and I was like. Oh. I, I was ready for for something. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Um, I will. She looked say, battle ready. It was sick as hell. Was. I, I was like, was. yeah, she's gonna kill someone tonight. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that uh, the outfits that impressed me the most, um, Liv, uh, Liv Morgan, uh, giving tribute to the recently released Ruby Riot. Yeah, was she wearing, wearing her ring jacket or something? She was wearing her ring jacket yeah. and it was like a, it was like a ring jacket and skirt combo that she kind of took off but mm -hmm. but wore in honor of her friend uh Ruby Riot. Mm -hmm. And uh and I would say if uh if wardrobe was the only factor in determining a winner, Zelina Vega would have had my moat. Mhm. Mm yeah. Zelina Vega. Yep. Zelina Vega had uh, had queen attire, and uh, I would have been like, "Okay, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention." Yeah, uh, no, you uh, pointing it out in this match specifically. I, I mean, out of I'm looking at the rest of the card, and no one was up to even close to the fashion that was on display on in this matchup. It was like every single woman in this matchup was putting on, and that includes Kofi nines. Kingston, who dressed up in a He-Man character. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It, it was. Uh, 
but, but just but the in lady this just match, really stole it. Oh my god! Uh, uh, what Liv had uh, her face makeup, what she was going on with her mm. eyes and stuff, it was so yes. cool. It was, ah. and especially like in in certain angles, it actually looks like teardrops, which yep. uh, which mm-hmm. added which added to. We're gonna just kind of fast forward a little bit. Like the spots were, the spots were all right. Like uh, I think uh, the. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Bliss trying to uh, flex her Jedi powers. Um, I, that waned on me really quickly because of um, they're they're really trying to get Alexa Bliss having uh, Jedi powers over. <laughs> and no, it for the love of God, no. It happened a merciful two times, I believe, and they were both really short and didn't have any like major impact. But the fact that superpowers, I was was fine with that. Superpowers is the superpowers is the reason that Zelina Vega was walked. She walked down. Walked down. (laughs) Yeah. She walked down the ladder because of Alexa Bliss Jedi powers. They weren't used in any kind of high stakes things. It was just. It was funny. (sighs) Silly. I didn't influence the match or anything. I got a chuckle out of the whole climb down the ladder spot. Yeah. I, I got a chuckle out of that. I thought that okay, was okay, kind of okay. funny. I'm in. I'm. I guess I'm in the minority of this because of just how taken aback I was from uh, when it was first unveiled during the pre- during Hell in a Cell when mm. she used the Jedi powers to have Nia Jax slap reginald yes and then they had a yell fest Mm -hmm. and that completely killed any interest that i had for the pay-per-view after that like i I was i was completely disenchanted at that point because at that point you know we talk about breaking of illusion you know there's a certain suspension of disbelief that you have to have in order to enjoy pro wrestling and that was shattered for me at that pay-per-view yeah so anytime that i see the semblance of that i'm just like God, they're going to turn her to a Jedi, aren't they? Yeah, no, or that Scion. was that was not my lowest part of that whole matchup. I I had a great time with all of that because you know it was low stakes. It's not a big deal. Sure, exactly. Uh, sure. I I was just blown away with uh, both Oscar and Naomi, and uh, especially Nikki Cross's participation in the whole match. Yes, they were awesome. They they were all over the place. They were. They were. Uh, there was a particular spot where um, uh, I think was it a uh, Nikki that was trying to jump? Was it Nikki or was it um, Liv that was trying to jump off of the ladder and almost didn't? Oh, it was it. Nikki. That was Nikki. Was Nikki Nikki mm-hmm. looks like she slips, but like still able to get far enough to where like they can catch her, and it oh, looks yep. fine. Yep. No, it turned out totally was... fine, but that ladder totally slipped out from underneath her, and mm-hmm. it worked perfectly. <laughs> It's it's that I meant to do that that we She's a superhero. She almost. is. Almost. 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 That's right. That's and that the latter proved it. That was Yes. That was almost well, a superheroic splash. It's it's just because, you know, they can't use Rosie's superhero in training in uh 2021 because because especially when WWE can't make up their mind on whether to spell it or not. Mhm. Oh, superhero. Yep. Yep. <laughs> now you get now it. Now I get it. Wow, what was it, like 15 years later? <clears throat> Almost 20. Wow. Well, <laughs> what's funny is, yesterday we had a very lengthy discussion about the hurricane. Yep. Wow, okay. And Rosie, yep, yep. yep. Because th- that was shortly after uh, uh, th- uh, Three Minute Gang, or One Man Gang. Three Minute Warning. 
three minute warning three yep. minutes and mm-hmm. we're at it that's the one yep uh-huh uh-huh but uh yeah fast forwarding to the uh the finish of the match where six women no seven women seven on women. three ladders seven seven yes. women seven women on three ladders that sounds like a brazzer uh thumbnail <laughs> but uh nikki uh the almost superhero slipped through and uh got the be- uh, got the briefcase unscathed Yep, yep. She was which, the only which, one who was which, focused on the on the goal. She had on the, eye on the prize. She had her eye on the prize, and like, I I'm going to borrow, I'm going to borrow the reaction from uh, my good friend uh, uh, John Ritland from uh, Real Honesty when he put up the 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 perf- the Dragon Ball Abridged Perfect Cell give of okay, but why though? <laughs> I would argue that you had a couple of mo- a couple of other women that had. Uh, more momentum no i that match i think your your argument is completely made by uh the but why though is the finish is you you see six women fighting you know each other for this title and the one person you weren't expecting climbs over all of them to take the prize and i was the one person who was rooting for tamina to finally win (laughs) Oh, Johnny! It's not gonna happen. I know, but I <laughs> she's already grew. the tag title holder. Hold on a sec, guys. I'll be right back. Give her more. I can't. I give her what? To do what? I I was struggling with. I mean, I struggle with Natalia on the best of days. Yeah. Uh, but Natalia and Tamina in that entire match were just they were uh, pulling people off of ladders and. Oh, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. Nothing. I would say it would have been funny if Tamina would have won. You know, uh, I do want to give Tamina does deserve this and earn this. Um, Tamina's push-up spot on underneath the ladder, the ways that Asuka oh, yeah. and Tamina worked that were very good. And it's a mm-hmm. spot I've seen in multiple ladder matches. It's not like it's an uncommon spot in a money in the bank kind of thing, but the way they did it was very cool. And I was just I was like, oh, they're going to do the push-up spot. And then they, like, distract you from it for a second. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to it. And I'm like, yes. Okay, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Especially because it's really easy to mess something like that up. Like, uh, mm-hmm. the night before. Actually, no, it was just before the pay-per-view started. I caught up on uh, Mick Foley's Broken Skull session. And he talked about that infamous spot where in a, in a uh, show in, uh, house show in Paris where he got his head caught on the top two ropes because he used to have a spot where he would do yes. like the handstand flip mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and feign like he's that he's Is that how he lost his ear um that yes that was the spot where that was yeah. the, the the day that he lost his ear was uh, because that that went completely wrong because the ropes were too tight and uh oh. his friends there's a couple friends that wanted to save him but you know, they kept a kayfabe, so it was like, are we just gonna watch him die? Thankfully, he got mm-hmm. out, but uh, uh, lost the ear mid-match, and uh, they went in the back and uh, put that ear on ice. Whew. And yep. the rest, as they say, yep. is history. Mick Foley has gone through some things. Mm-hmm. Bless that man, he has gone yeah. through some things. Lumps have found him. Yes. <laughs> Good in, on uh, him for just know, being Mick like a normal dude in, so, in, in Mick Foley's Russia, Lump knocks you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Next up, speaking of lumps, we have uh, AJ Styles and Big Almas defending the uh, Raw Tag Team Championships against the Viking Raiders, which, I'll be completely honest, I forgot that they were still employed. 
I think it's because I think uh, Ivar. Oh gosh, I. Which one's the big dude with the big beard? Is that Ivar? I always get the two mixed up. Sure. I, we'll, I think we'll, we'll he was hurt Ivar. for a while. So that was weird. And then I also learned yeah, in this match that Omos fans are called Omos Sapiens. I don't know if I like that one. I that, We got to take I, a take two on that. I was told that's yeah. a thing. <laughs> Apparently that's confirmed by him himself. Like Omos himself said that. Oh. I spent the rest of this match trying to get that thought out of my brain. And then I saw <sighs> big men throwing yeah. big men. And that was really cool. Yes, the big men throwing big men is fun. However, it's it's the same level of disdain that I have with um with uh the FGC perpetuating the revert to ape mentality or going ape on the stick. And I'm just like, guys, you realize there's a problem here, right? Right? Mm -hmm. You had a white woman coin that. You Ooh. realize that, right? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Or at least the well, white woman was the first prominent figure that I saw say that, and FGC things just catch on the way that they do. Moving on. Yep. Um, yep. What did you think of the match? They like said it. The almost. I like I like big hoss fights. So when yep. AJ would like hit his spots, and then you just got the two like almost and the mm -hmm. Viking dude just beating each other up. I thought that was fun. Do you think the uh, Great Kali comparisons to Almost is fair? No. No. no I, I still think it. Almost is still too green to make that comparison yet. Okay. If he doesn't improve within fair. the next year or so, then maybe. But now I, he's still pretty early on. He gets a pass for me. Okay. I honestly okay. don't see it because I find the, the two of those, those two specifically have completely different presences in the ring. Okay, very uh, fair. and I think they've done a lot of work on Omos to make sure that like he's not, uh, he's not someone you walk in and he dominates the whole thing and mm. overwhelms whoever he's in the ring with. Right. Like, I think I think more of the more of that comparison is more drawn to um, big stiff man who can't wrestle I, and only has like palm moves. I I know where it comes from on that side, but the biggest difference I see between the two is that their ring presence is completely different. And that's fair. And. I spe I think that especially comes through in this match. Uh, this of all matches, the uh, the Viking Raiders. I was given this match a pass over. I was like, oh, I'm not, eh, I don't know what I'm going to expect from this, and I sure. did not expect any of the stuff I got. I did not expect how much work was going to go into this match. Um, I didn't expect the Viking Raiders to, uh, you know, make Omos and AJ just look awesome, and in reverse. Uh, uh, AJ and Omos also made the Viking Raiders look so spectacular. They really did. So one of my favorite spots from the match was I think it's they hit their finish on AJ, and then yep. uh, they go they go for the pin, and instead of trying to dive in and break it, he literally just takes part and throws it on him to break the pin. That's right. I yep. thought that was yeah. wonderful. The, the ref starts yelling at Omos like he'd done something illegal or something, and I'm looking at him like. No, that's he didn't that's even get in the brilliant. ring to do that. He didn't even. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nothing he did was wrong. Actually, it was he made uh probably it was Ivor or something. Look, he just tipped the big man over. Just, just thrown the, there. The way it. the way that they have booked almost in some of the most creative things ever mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. like util, pairing him with AJ Styles to be that manipulative heel is such a brilliant pairing mm -hmm. because you have like. Things like, oh, he saved, uh, he saved AJ from being eliminated 
by grabbing the dude's head or or something like that. Yes. Just like the way that they utilize that particular dynamic, it's like it's not it's more than just a tag team. Yep. It's like it's an accessory or an extension of him. Yeah. No, they definitely they extend each other in some really cool ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's really cool. But uh yeah, uh it was not it was the first of two arguably squash matches uh, in this particular card. Um, AJ and almost retain. They do retain. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say it's a squash. I mean, Viking. I was, I they say... hit the Viking experience, which is still the name of the Viking Raiders finishing move. It's a great name. Uh, it's sure. a great name. It's the name. I, I, I think you're getting overruled on that one. <laughs> I sounds like it. Pretty sure I could go to the you know docks down at the wharf for thirty five bucks and pay for the biking experience. <laughs> are, are you sure that's not like a, an OnlyFans what, oh, tier? Hold on, I gotta take Oof-da. a note for when I go up Oof-da. north next month. Go to docks, get Viking experience. Thank you. That's good eats. <laughs> next to the pierogies. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yes. Next up, the. Uh, not going to give too much away, but the uh, aforementioned squash match, uh, Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Mania, or uh, uh, as uh, I think uh, Z Man Brian Zane said, uh, Bobbly versus Kofity. <laughs> I, I think that one might need some more cooking in the kitchen. Bobby Bashley, um, my guy. You, I Bobby Bashley. I, when I which I told you I was watching this product. Uh, you know when Rey Mysterio and uh, and they were doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby Lashley was popping big that time, and all I wanted was for Bobby Lashley to be a champion. It never happened, and so yep the uh, the hard hitting the hard hitting soft spoken yep. um, Brock Lesnar clone, which we all wanted to see just do good things and big things. He says he at the time said I came back to the WWE to have a match with Brock Lesnar. We're still waiting. Yep, yeah. <laughs> he's. I, I'm having such a great time with him as champion. I just he's he's doing really good work, and especially with MVP as the mouthpiece to make him look like the stud that he was in Impact. Completely like, unexpected that pairing, but still mm-hmm. very awesome. The drama that very. ensues between the two of them, I, it's just you know, there's been a lot of pieces in the WWE that I wasn't sure how they were going to work out, but at this point, at this moment right now specifically, a lot of those pieces mm-hmm. are working. And the, yes. the, the machine is actually like moving in a direction that makes sense and everyone can follow along for once. And yes, we've come a long way from uh, Bobby's three sisters. Yeah. Whoa, Bobby Lashley's a big oh. part of that for right now. <laughs> and this Kofi Kingston Where were squash you match. Oh. when Bobby's sisters? <sighs> Man. Oh, something I I, uh, I forgot to mention with the uh, Almas uh, Viking experience. We mentioned earlier that there were some things from uh, the Thunderdome era that we wish that they didn't mention. And to build up the Viking experience, we were yes! reminded <laughs> of their rivalry with the Street Profits. Oh, the, the and everybody like on Twitter. And... Oh, God, I saw that. And just, bowling uh... and... And he dunked a basketball. Like yet, yeah. who would have thought a Viking would have dunked a basketball? <laughs> Pat McAfee, bless your heart, but please, you've got it. It's you would think the man with actual athletic much. experience would understand how a giant man is able to <laughs> dunk a basketball. 
he he was in character in Texas. He wore the cowboy belt buckle and was full on Texas <laughs> That's for that. For, uh, yeah. The I I can I can totally give passes to uh uh what happened in the women's uh Money in the Bank, but when I saw my first experience with the Viking Raiders being that promo package, I was like, "Wait, yep. is this like a comedy thing?" We haven't seen these guys in a long time, uh, especially on a pay-per-view. And the first thing you're going to show me is uh, some sideshow? Not intentional. Imagine. It's not intentional comedy. The only thing... Right. The only thing worse was if they were to linger on the large chicken drumstick for too long. Big chicken drumstick. Who used... Oh my god. Who was it that you see like a turkey leg before every match? (laughs) That was him. In the Viking experience, oh they they had the gimmick where he was like, that was like a signature trait of his is never leaves without turkey drumstick. They used to be so cool. <laughs> they used to be so cool. <laughs> I know. In NXT, they were they were a spectacle, and now um, a traditional Vince booking. But I don't uh, remember them being that cool in NXT. I remember them having three matches and then moving up. Is what I remember. You're not wrong. Uh, it was three cool matches. Uh, it was. But you got what you got, and I didn't get anything that I didn't expect. Big man's doing so cool it, stuff. It hurts that you're right. It hurts that you're right. I, mm. hurts right. <laughs> I know. I need more War Raiders. That's the only the only solution to this is putting them on more and having them actually wrestle, so you can give some B roll to the people in in the cart, so they could not show <laughs> goofy Appa- stuff all the time. Apparently, they're running it back next week. From okay. what I heard, is the what, opener a perfect for match to run it back. Was, yeah, was they're uh, gonna run it back next week because I guess they won a match tonight and they get another shot. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool. Yes. But uh, back to the uh, the match at hand: uh, Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. I want to talk about? What do you think of Kofi's? What, what do you what do you think about Kofi's attire? You think the attire, Johnny? Was, uh, I've got yeah, hi. I was uh, yeah. hold on, I gotta look this up again. Um, he was a Skeletor type what it was. thing. Yes, yes, so cool. I just it kind of got overshadowed by the fact that he just got so thoroughly whipped that it was kind of smashed. Yeah. yeah. Here's here's the thing. I think it. I think it was all of its. You know, every once in a while, there comes a time where they they. It's almost like they enjoy punishing the fans because how dare you like a thing that we don't like? And uh, when they were, especially when they were building up, mm. could this be Kofi Mania too? No, and then no, he just no it wasn't. Slaughter. Stop having stupid ideas, fans. What do you know, Smarks? You fans. We're the ones that have the book. You fans. Be the fans. Stay in your lane. Pull a buddy. Pull a bully Ray and stay in your lane. <laughs> I've, I mean, I know it hurts still seeing Kofi get squashed in such a way in a big title match because it's still yep. so close to. I'm especially because it's so reminiscent of Lesner. how he lost the title the first time. Yes, it it does hurt. Uh, I it was you know very sad to see, but I thought the whole match was awesome. I'm I, I holding out hope a... that it leads to something that we'll discuss later. It leads to a mm-hmm. bigger picture later on. Uh-huh. That's I, what I'm I hoping agree. for. Yeah. 
so I'm going to let it slide if it goes to that. If it That's doesn't, exactly yeah, what I'm going to bring up later, too. What I, it's, it's almost waste. What a waste. What was super important you know, about this match for me was seeing Kofi come into a match where he's not considered necessarily like a big underdog. Oh, he's such a small guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, what wacky things the New Day going to do? No, he came into this match. He came in for the first time I've ever seen Kofi Kingston as an ex-champion fighting a champion for a title. Mm-hmm. And he, he was, was treated as equal for an, once an ex-champion deserves. And that made the entire match for me. That Watching him get rocked after that was like, yeah, no, you're in over your head with Bobby Lashley, man. But... uh, (laughs) The build was good. I Uh would say that, especially because they really planted the seeds and they they did sort of a slow burn because it was for the last couple of weeks before building up to it that, yeah, if Bobby Lashley is not in the game, he can be taken out because you had not only Kofi Kingston get the mm-hmm. pin, but also Xavier Woods. Yep. Which both Power Rangers looked amazing in that build going into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Bobby Lashley shout us, shout us course to... corrected. That's you know. Yes. It, there was very simple si- fight psychology going into this match that was Great. not clouded by you know WWE trying to like even, make even the character claims to... oh. you know. Even the story with Bobby of like, hey, you're kind of been like distracted. It's time to get your head back in the game. And then it's, oh, now he's got yep. his head back in the game. This is what he's capable of. It also shows yep. Bobby is like, this guy's legit and he needs to be treated as such. Yep. I, I like mm-hmm. it. It's it's this weird like like dynamic for me of like, damn, I really wish Kofi would have given him more of a match. But I'm also really happy with where this could lead to. So that's why I'm not so hard on this as I think a lot of people might be. Sure. But fingers crossed. Agree that's, with that. But I'm that's, hoping... that's that's a fair assessment for sure. It's it's seen the it's like the short term loss may lead to a better mm-hmm. long term picture. And it's, it makes Bobby Lashley look good. Which that's mm-hmm. what all we've you know, one of the things we've wanted out of Kofi Kingston is that he's taken seriously. Mm-hmm. He's you know, respected as uh, his tenure and his ex-championship status, and that that can sure. be used to build someone who even so he can he can even build Bobby Lashley, who's not necessarily someone who's easy to build because he's got so many things going for him, and that happened here. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, also, talking about a uh, complete one eighties. Next yeah. up, the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley defending the title against Charlotte Flair in what I would argue this became by yeah. became by the end of it the best feud coming out of the show because the buildup was not great. Um, the whole the whole anything you can do I can do better. Yep, with crutches and f- fake injuries and all that. Yeah, it didn't look By like good television it, from that video package. No, but but match was fucking great. The oh match and it could have only been that good with a crowd because the crowd I would argue that the crowd sort of booked the decision for that match because Rhea Ripley, like I I appreciate Rhea Ripley and when I saw Charlotte Flair come out, I initially saw Lose Face when uh when charlotte flair came out because she was not she was more subdued you could almost see like 
suppressing she was suppressing emotions. So I was taking that as like deadpan loose face. I but uh this 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 went on so many gears and it was like especially fueled with they were wanting a Becky the crowd was wanting a Becky Lynch run in. Charlotte immediately shut them out. Peacock missed it. Peacock missed the censor, which is probably my favorite thing of the whole thing, is that a botchamania feature is a production botch from the Peacock Network. Yeah, Peacock, like, uh, as far as my feed went, they, like, cut to a black screen, but after the Yes, because happy they fingers? couldn't catch all of it. That's, it was so funny. They couldn't so catch funny. all the happy fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they tried. How have uh, we lost effort, the tried. ability to censor? Like, I remember in the 90s, it was awesome. Like, they would just blur out fingers, which I think is funny. Right. A lot of that was pre-recorded back mm, then, too, though. Mm-hmm. So they had time to... We got learning algorithms now. Code. Like, how do you... Come on. They spent that They spent that algorithm budget on AR. They did. I, some of that AR was actually pretty good. I really liked a lot some. of that AR some they uh they did it for some charlotte flair's uh, entrance specifically uh they had glitter going down the screen and you might not have even noticed it was oh, happening they... it was pretty slow no i didn't that's cool that's it was cool. like teardrops um, kind of cascading down over her in this really subtle way i was like it, it's subtle ar hey all right and we didn't even talk about kofi's ar which was incredible oh i didn't i didn't catch this so what happened? the uh Titan Tron that he has shows kind of like an 8-bit Mario scrolling background going fast to the left. Um, sure. And the AR was overlaid on top of that in such a way where it was a full, like, platformer game that you were watching oh. Kofi and uh, Xavier in little sprite shows. They were following along a full platforming level that continued on as as Kofi was entering. It was Oh, that's supremely good and uh, very distracting. I was just having a great time. Like, I can imagine so. I'm like watching the level design of this little like AR thing go by, and I'm like, "This is so cool! This is fun!" Maybe, maybe, maybe it's an experiment to give Kofi the old TJ Perkins gaming gimmick. I, anyone can have that. I think multiple people in any promotion can have that. It's fun. There's so many different ways that's you can fair. go with yeah. it, and uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still flabbergasted to this day. That they were able to get away with TJ Perkins' WWE theme effectively being Wiley's music. It's just Wiley's music. castle music. It's, it's, it's just Wiley's music. music, just slightly off key. Yeah. So a couple of a couple of extra notes here and there. How did nobody catch this? Still the funniest thing to me. Um, what did you think of the match uh, between uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte? So Flair? with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, what were your Flair, favorite parts? I had an incredible time watching it. Uh, I thought it was really fun. Their match just oh got it. Really cool stuff happening in a match where I already knew what was going to happen and had kind of tuned out because of it. Uh, I okay. had it was just the weirdest thing, and I was like trying to hope that WWE was trying to like mess with me or something, but I did not see. Rhea Ripley, the champion, defending her belt against Charlotte Flair in that match. What I saw was Charlotte Flair defending her title of being Charlotte Flair against Rhea Ripley. And I, I I enjoyed the fact that at the end, Charlotte needed to hit get her leg in the stairs and like do that as a way that she couldn't beat her without cheating, essentially. Which, okay, she's mm-hmm. a Flair. That's going to happen. Sure. 
Yep. But at the same time, I thought that made Rhea look better because it's it did. I can't beat her legit. I have to cheat, but still, it I'm did. The entire, like, Charlotte Flair specter that was, like, uh, surrounding me while watching this match completely came from production, not from the ring itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it was from uh, Charlotte Flair, the challenger, being the person coming out second. She was yes. the second person to come I, out for the, the match, not the champion, comes out last. Uh, which I felt was, like, unprofessional. And then the entire broadcast, the commentary saying, oh... Rhea Ripley, the underdog in this situation. How is she going to overcome Charlotte Flair? And I'm like, she's your champion. She's been champ for right. a while, guys. Like, she's really good. What are you trying to do to Rhea Ripley? And it's like, well, obviously they're trying to set up that she's an underdog because she's going to drop the belt and then come back. And mm-hmm. and I'm like, guys, chill. Like, and and we can't and we can't even use the because Vince loves blondes because Rhea is, is also, also blonde. a blonde. <laughs> she is now. Maybe he just has a thing against Australians. Who knows? I don't know what it is. I, I, I just you know that might make sense because of I'm um, still salty Peyton about Royce the iconic Billy yes. Kay. Yes, yes. I'm still very salty about that. But yeah, no, I spent most of that match I, just yes. doing the normal Charlotte Flair research. Of like, all right, how many titles is this? All right, how's that stack up this to Ric Flair? Eleven now. I believe they said that was eleven. Like, I think so. And sometimes they count her tag probably. team wins, and sometimes they don't. And that's weird. I think it's still that's a weird continuity yeah. error. Yeah, it, you know WWE thinks. I mean, all by, of that by, by by that by that definition, they would be able to say Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is a nine-time World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, if they were to do that. Yeah. The moment that he gets the World Heavyweight Championship, is going to be like a ten-time World Heavyweight Champion. Since when? Thoughts account. Excuse all me. Flair's titles at that point also. Yep. Yep. No, the real, uh, he's realistically what, like twenty four. Our our truth is now the forty two time yes! heavyweight champion because of all the twenty four seven titles. That's that's justice, actually. That's perfect. eat it, eat it, Luz. Our truth is the real goat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, Re Ripley put Charlotte Flair in this sick ass Texas cloverleaf, mm-hmm. and uh, I was yes. losing mm-hmm. my mind watching it. It's just. <laughs> the crowd was too. Like as as the match progressed, they were getting more and more behind Charlotte Flair. And then especially when all of the uh the near falls were yep. happening, they've just exploded when Flair won the title, which who, who would have thought? thought going into I, it? I I was also wondering during the match, I'm like, who am I supposed to be cheering for here? Because Rhea's kinda yes. like am, is this a double turn? Like that was yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where they're gonna go from here with uh, with Rhea because it almost it almost makes it look like like it. I know she's not, but it makes it look like Rhea is performing like butts. We know we know that's not the case, but that might be the narrative that they're trying to push. Is like Rhea Ripley needs to legitimize herself. Can she? You know, she was outdone by Charlotte Flair yet again. So. What will happen next on Monday Night Raw? This is some uh, very high-level booking philosophy that uh, WWE very rarely hits, but really nailed it here. Um, there is a way that you don't need, you know, faces or heels. This kind of transcends this in a way. You can book a match where you want the audience to cheer for the winner. And that mm-hmm. the, the audience is fine with cheering for either person, but once they see who the winner is, they're entirely behind them and they'll even, you know, say they're behind them the whole time or something. But like, you know, 
They'll be like, yep. yes, this makes sense. The Daniel Bryan. This makes sense. This outcome is great. They had an incredible match. And I, I don't know who was like, you know, playing as a good guy or bad guy. It doesn't matter in this specific match because whoever won is like, yeah, that's the winner. That was a decisive victory. And I hope that they get to totally. wrestle again. Yeah, I think I think there's a it's it's going to be interesting to see where they take this from here, because it, quite honestly, we don't know. Mm -mm. We we really don't. Book is open. They can go any direction they want at this point. The feud can continue. And I think it's a great feud because uh, interesting part about this money in the bank is that this is the first time in a long time that we haven't had one of the four horsewomen uh, of WWE in the Money in the Bank match. Mm -hmm. And that's because Becky yes. Lynch isn't here. Uh, Bailey wasn't here. Sasha Banks wasn't here. So Charlotte is the only person on the card from that four, meaning there is so much room in the women's division for something like for Rhea Ripley to show up and make a big splash as a champion. And, uh, or Bianca. And Bianca Belair. What happened with wasn't Bianca supposed to be booked? Or was that because Bailey got hurt? They just pulled that match. Yes. Okay. That probably. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. She went in for surgery that's, over the weekend. That's what um, I thought. Bailey. And then she posts on Twitter, "I blame you." Like everybody. Yep. That's. Yep. She mm. did. She did. She she kept <laughs> it within character, uh, and uh, and gave a thumbs down as she was going into the operation, um, which. <laughs> Good on you for keeping it kayfabe. Um, Bailey is is kind of great. I, I appreciate her character work so much. My, I will tell you, I have never, I haven't laughed as hard as in my in a very long time when previously in Hell in a Cell when uh, she was pulling out those pre-made taped up kendo oh, yeah. sticks and uh, Michael Cole made reference on how that spot was botched last uh, the last year's Hell in a Cell. She just stops what she's doing and says, "Shut up, Cole! <laughs> Shut up, Cole!" I, I burst out laughing so hard. Uh, <laughs> Bailey's great. Bailey's, Bailey's wonderful. Great. Yeah, well soon, Bailey. Next up, ooh, we've got a, uh, we've got a, we've got a bit to talk about here because this was supposed to be the the next entrant was supposed to be the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Wait a second, but uh, new opponent has interrupted honestly, the tournament. Peacock decided to crap out <laughs> and make everybody's life miserable. <laughs> Twitter was just filled with uh, it breaking. So and just one of our viewers thankfully lives in Canada and we mm -hmm. have a VPN. Thank you for letting us use your network. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm I'm not sure if you want to like be like flaunt that too much because of the crackdown that has been ah. happening we've already gotten banned uh, once for watching AEW. we're just we're rolling <laughs> with the punches at this point you're not wrong i've uh, uh johnny would you like to uh re reiterate that story oh i'm fascinated so, tell me about so it so i i so no it was my anniversary in AEW. what was it i think it was double or nothing so my partner mm -hmm. who does this with me phil he was streaming something, and then he's like, oh, I don't really feel like playing anymore, but let's just watch a show. The person whose stuff we were using for Money in the Bank, he goes, why not just full screen the show? Okay. And within five minutes, 
boom, stream shut off. We had a 48-hour ban on Twitch. You I just dorks. I just look at my phone as it, when I get home after dinner and I just see, uh, so we may have gotten banned. It's, and then he explained what happened. He's like, okay, it's only 48 hours. So I was like, oh, good. All right. Well, at least it's only 48 hours. Icarus fell. Why don't you just full screen it? Oh, my God. Yeah. So now there's actually a running joke. I'm like, hey, we might watch a show. At least three people are like, yeah, just don't watch it full screen. I... <laughs> We've learned her lesson. Yep. Big up. <laughs> that was the moment mm -hmm. where you realize. You messed yeah. up. <sighs> so, As someone who streams illicit things uh, in strange ways all the time, uh, when we played Yakuza 3, we did watch the entirety of The Fast and the Furious during it, which is a perfect pairing. <laughs> um, hey, don't just full screen the video, Johnny! I didn't full screen it. I know not to do it. Your Phil partner. did it. Phil. It was Phil. Phil. Phil was the one who full screened it. And it's his fault. So... Possibly, your tag team partner might have uh, opted not to be on the show because he knew the scolding. Probably, was I'm gonna go ahead and I'm say that's what happened. Phil, I'm coming yeah. for you. We're gonna, Phil. We're gonna I'm gonna teach you right. I'm gonna teach you right, Phil. <laughs> we can make this work. We can make this work, and we haven't had any issues since we watched Money in the Bank. No problem. We watched Raw tonight. No, no issues. We can make him better. We make we make it better, stronger than he was before. But I'm the one in control now. Mm-hmm. I have the power. You ever heard of the golden rule? Whoever has the gold makes the rules. Yeah, we just we just jumped <laughs> to the bootleg stream when that worked. Which you have to, if you're watching the WWE product, you have to have a bootleg stream. You have to have up a bootleg stream ready. The main stream's gonna did. break. <laughs> just <laughs> this in is case. just normal WWE watching, as far as I understand. You know, it's it. it's it's your uh, broil brumble with uh, Nacho Man and Bloke Blogan. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure, got your backups. Exactly. Yeah, whenever I yes. do so, streams on my Discord and stuff, I always got a backup. Keep a backup mm -hmm. for always got a backup for sure. Always for sure. Mm -hmm. So I waited until the pay per view concluded so I could watch the replay of it. So mm -hmm. going into this men's smart money idea. in the bank. Yes, very, I waited until smart. the fires died down, and uh, yes. Yeah, so Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, uh, Matt Riddle with the flying CG birds. Yes, the birds. Our favorite superhero, Ricochet, mm -hmm. which, uh, Johnny, I believe you had the best way to describe Ricochet. Do you remember what we said about Ricochet? Oh, God, what did I say about Ricochet? You said that he is the superhero that he wished that he would have seen when he was Yes. Kid. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is the perfect description of Ricochet. I adore that Now man. with competition with um, Nikki, with Nikki Ash in the main... As an actual, we had two almost super superheroes, two superheroes in yes, each Money did. in the Bank, which... Mm -hmm. It's tasteful, I think. I yeah, think that's they, a good amount of like superheroes. superheroes, so that's cool. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Uh, Johnny Drip Drip, which I love this. They they played off of this during the pre-show where uh, Miz is apparently injured, so he's what you know walking around with a, a wheelchair, and Mister Johnny Drip Drip now has a prop called the Drip, the drip stick. stick. Yep. I love it and hate it all at the same time. I do too. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Here's a, a dollar pool toy from Walmart. It. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the it's that sort of cringe where it's just like, uh, really? I want one. Okay, make makes what is it? Fifteen bucks? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Big E, which came out to a pretty good ovation, mm-hmm. I would say, all things considered. Um, Mr. Rick Boogs. Yeah. Arguably my favorite character just Did, in general. You right saw now. before the match when uh, Boogs just started shredding Randy Orton's theme with Riddle. That's right, because <laughs> Matt Riddle wanted to pl- make a request and have Boogs play Randy Orton's mm-hmm. theme for him. Like, and he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But then uh, eventually talked him into it. And then there was that, because Kevin Owens was the first one to come out. You see, you, first of all, props to Shinsuke Nakamura for improv 101 um because like he responded to the conversation mm-hmm. perfectly i think there was something there was some kind of decree that matt riddle like matt riddle wanted to get nakamura's crown for randy orton and there was a particular decree and i wish i could remember what it I... was where like nakamura was disgusted at the idea of taking the crown but the moment that he said here's the decree that randy orton would do nakamura thought about it and I love just that subtle like, little play. Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm. Like, you can actually see, like, the uh, um, Snively Whiplash sort yeah. of, hmm, stroking right there. Um, yeah, Nakamura, and then uh, uh, the uh, the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. It, it's really Phenomenal weird show. when you get, like, yeah. an mm-hmm. eight-person match like this, and I'm like... I'm okay with anybody winning. I mean, like, I'm like, there's people I would rather win, but I'm like, if, if yeah, it's fine. I didn't have any expectations going no, into it. Was no. yeah. I was just, I was like, I'm hoping to give it to somebody new, like Ricochet or like Biggie. I, like, yeah. I, I was, I was hope, I was kind of thinking they were gonna go the predictable Drew McIntyre. That's because, what I was thinking also, but yeah, because of the, they had it angled where uh, because of the loss at Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. He can no longer challenge for the title as long as Lashley has yeah. it. Well, the way to get around that. I'm money, money in the bank. bank. Ha ha. But it was an elaborate ruse. Ah. Because a lot of good things happened, including Ricochet flying. Did you oh, so man. did you see uh he did the ladder dive thing, right? Where he jumps on the rope, jumps mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Young Box with their ever glorious bios, their current one yep. is Ricochet stole Nick's ladder spot. as they should there you go as they should you're not wrong you're not wrong wrong. it's just like i love uh following uh uh people saying that uh roman reigns is the best representation of professional wrestling which uh we'll get to some Mm -hmm. of those uh, comments later on in the main event uh matt hardy uh later on responded with no "No, kenny Kenny omega is a better Mm -hmm. it's is a better representation of pro wrestling yeah, and it's like, yeah, duh. Obviously, yeah. obviously, it's Kenny. Yeah. You can thirst over uh, the head of the table all you want, but I argue there's probably more, and I will. Uh, yes, but uh, Very valid. like, yes, but uh, I would argue that uh, uh, the thirstier among them are Kenny Omega fans. True. Hi, I am thirsty. <laughs> You might you might want to get some water. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, so I, I love I love John Morrison with the drip in the side of his head. Just yes, that has been like the mm-hmm. perfect addition. Mm-hmm. Just mm, good stuff. And I love that I love that the alliance between Seth and Morrison was it was originally a rivalry of who has more drip? No, I have more drip. And then they're just like, we both have drip. Yeah, let's team up. Right. It, very <laughs> natural, like, flow over the match of them 
teaming up in the middle. Just unlikely alliance that worked really well throughout the Money in the Bank match. For a while, uh -huh. yeah. For sure. And I was like, yeah, I, I want to see people make friends in a weird-ass match like this. This is great. Totally it's a social yeah, event, it's... right? Yeah. I mean, uh, Kane and Big Show uh, was were really good at that, especially during Royal Rumbles, where yep. two big men team up. Who's going to stop us? Let's just work together throughout most of the match. Yeah, it's you know, strange mm. as a bedfellows. They sometimes uh, make the greatest of alliances. Also, and, th uh, thank you, Kevin, for uh, setting up uh, stuff for you to just get thrown through it again. Thank you. For he got thrown through so many things. Doing that again. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> oh, God. Bless your Bless heart. Bless your heart for His being spine able to... on the ladder when they power bombed mm -hmm. him. And then yep. the, just, yeah. the, the sideways ladder. fall guy. Mm -hmm. Again, that thanks, Kevin. Appreciate Oof. that. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. A lot of a lot of great spots, but uh, ultimately there can uh, only be one winner. Uh, and as much as I wanted it to be Drew, oh, the right call was made. The best call the was right made. Call was made. Oh, there was so much the positioning at the end of the mm -hmm. match where it was like people going in the mat, into the ladder, out of the ladder, everyone, mm -hmm. everyone having chances here and there. Um, it went on forever, almost way too long, just because there's so many people. It, it almost did. Yeah, I was, I was, I was almost getting to that. Get on with it. Sort yep. of. I, that's where I was with the women's match at the end. And then I yes. was like, oh come on, this literally, I'm like, this match needs to end. I book a match, and then I heard ding, 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 and uh, Nikki had the briefcase. I was like, oh. oh so I yeah. was not expecting uh, after he hits. Uh, Biggie hits Seth with the big ending off the ladder. I was like, God, oh well, they're I both out for a while. I thought I that was over. it. I was like, Biggie, why did you do this? No. And then I look back, I'm like, oh, he's grabbing the briefcase. Okay. What? <laughs> Big and ending Biggie won. off won. the ladder. The right call. And about time. Mm. About time. Because as, as much as, like, we were all afraid that the uh, um, that the uh, inner, the IC champion push for yep. Biggie was going to remain a mm. failed experiment and he was going to linger in mid-card. Um, no. big, big, big ups. Yep, big ups. This is gonna, this is gonna be a huge opportunity for him, and I, I really want them to do it right. I get to see Biggie menacing people with for a long the briefcase. Time. Oh, it's gonna be oh, awesome! So good. He's gonna have the, the thing wildest love, looking briefcase. The, the thing I love was um the best reaction to um Biggie winning the title because especially with certain news going around the rumor mill currently right now. My favorite Biggie clip ever was when they were talking about who your dream match would be. Big men and bumping meat. Big, big men bumping meat is. If you ever want to understand a man in forty-five seconds, especially that man, big man bumping. Uh, there's, uh, my favorite wrestling clips are big men in Japan throwing hilarious at each other repeatedly. So, yep. give me big men slapping meats, and I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. Speaking, are are we talking about Raw at all, or did you want to say that for we after? We can. Get, okay, but we'll save. For, okay. we'll save it for after. But uh, but something we can, happened, we and now I'm like, I need these two big men to slap meat with each other repeatedly. Okay. Uh, we so will, we will we will get, we'll get there okay. within within the Money in the Bank match. The the big moment for me with big men bumping meat was Big E and Drew McIntyre clearing the ring repeatedly. Yes. So that the two of them could fight. 
And I was so happy. <laughs> I was like, this is what I want in a hoss fight is these two just making sure nothing gets in their way. And they clashed and it was just like, it was very cool. Very fun. That's so cool. Very, very, <laughs> very good time. That match was wonderful. Like, it's, it's such a great Probably thing. my match of the night, honestly, if we wanted to go that route. Like, that was the, probably the it. The bank was for you? I think that's it. The yep. main event was good, but there were t- like overall, I like the packaging of the men's money in the bank the best. Sure. Yeah. No, it's perfectly I mean, there's, fine there's, in a pay per view to have your you know core gimmick match going on right before your big heavyweight main event match, and mm-hmm. having that be better, yeah. and then having a very like normal denouement off of the big gimmick match yes. being denouement. That's a good be, way to put being that. regular. Yes big man wrestling being like all right this is the wwe brand now closing out the show exactly yes yeah which we will perfectly segue into your main event for the evening oh do we want to get there yet i still want to talk about big e winning because the things that this means (laughs) this the money in the bank being a big so when we talk about the women's uh, money in the bank we can't really speculate on what's going to happen because the whole idea was that an underdog won the briefcase so they can do anything Mm -hmm. and it's going to come out of nowhere and we're going to be excited Mm -hmm. for it on the other side Big E with the briefcase means two things one he goes after the winner of the next match and it's that would be a big thing if he's fighting Edge Mm -hmm. if he's fighting uh, Roman Reigns you know he gets to be in the main event the spotlight he gets what he's earned after so much hard work. The Johnny, I know where you're going with oh, that. Hold on to it. So the other side. If they go that Hold route, then you it. get if you reunite the New Day, the New Day and the Bingo. Usos have history together also. Uh, the okay. thing okay. that the Biggie what Biggie can do is he can with a briefcase now force a reuniting of the New Day. There you go. And there you go. Please. That's just as big a deal. Yes. And he can go fight Bobby Lashley with the new day who had, who has just finished off the rest of his best friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because uh, you don't you don't want to piss piss off Big E, and the one surefire way to do that is by messing with his friends, as yep. uh, mm-hmm. as uh, Apollo Cruz found out the hard way <laughs> uh, before WrestleMania. Still, still curious on where that goes. I'm just not a fan of the. Uh, what do what do they call it? The uh, um the spike finisher. Oh yeah. Oh uh, the Samoan spike? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, it's it's Apollo it's Paulo Cruz's new protege. Oh my god. What do you call that? Name. It was like a next spike. That's that's how forgettable Apollo Cruz that's is. That's what Umaga called it, but he did it though, so I'm still technically right. I mean, but it's but it's But it's not the same. Still, it's not. Mm-mm. No, it's not. Because he's not from parts unknown, he's established as mm-hmm. like a uh, a Nigerian warrior, so completely different, of course. Yeah. It's just like this main event that has Roman Reigns and Edge for the Blue Universal Champion, which that will always be my favorite pun, and I will always use it at every chance that I can possibly do. Mm-hmm. Spear versus spear, three for the Blue Universal Championship. Yes, spear versus spear, three. Mm-hmm. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. I will say this angle, like, first of all, the Roman experiment with him being the tribal chief, mm-hmm. 
is the best thing on television right now. Yes. I would argue is pro is mm-hmm. on television right now. Yes. I might I might argue that Karrion Cross is the best thing in NXT, but as far as in television programming for like Raw SmackDown and your main stuff, um Rowan Reigns, seat at the table, head of the table. Shout out to Without a Cause for that for that flub, by the way. Um But uh Roman as a heel is good and it's fascinating. And I thought it was a very smart move where like, yes, go ahead, go ahead, put Edge out first. You have him soak in the crowd. Oh yeah. And then you wait. Mm-hmm. And you let him wait. And you let him wait. And then you hear the ominous new music for Roman Reigns. Because I yep. totally forgot that they changed his music. Because I was waiting for okay, two minutes later, then we're gonna go dun dun. No. This <laughs> This no, new this piece and and letting the simmer and linger. I haven't mm-hmm. felt this level of dread since The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah there's. A... I think. I think. I think. I think Roman gets it, and I think with oh, just yeah. he completely reverts the atmosphere into his favor. And it's like the slow walk and the slow presence. And he doesn't necessarily come out right at the beginning of the beat. And he just lets everybody acknowledge him. Such phenomenal psychology. And it took too damn long to get to this point. But I'm soaking up every second of it. Going into this main event, which for the first time in a very long time, has a big fight feel. Mm-hmm. Both of these men, you want to just beat the tar out of each mm-hmm. other, and for the most part, you know, it took a few gears to get there. Like it's, it was a slow burn. They did the slow got- heavyweight mm-hmm. title match that I really love. Those uh, I'm, I'm always a sucker for a slow heavyweight title match. And so when I saw them do the second headlock to open up the match, I was like. This mm-hmm. is my place. I know where I am, and I'm ready for the next <laughs> yep. twenty, just a little under thirty minutes of uh, things to like very slowly ramp up and then get faster and faster until some kind of big wacky WWE finish with a bunch of people coming in and you know messing with stuff. And yeah, Johnny, you remember when we were talking about Sinister Minister mm-hmm. and how we said that? Oh, you thought you were going to get popcorn? No, no you're not, not, because James Mitchell is preaching. Yes. This match had that effect where it's just like, oh, you're going to know no. whatever you're thinking about doing. During our know. stream, that's this not, was a match we kind of just know. like stopped and watched. Because we're like with, with Roman in particular, there was just yep. something about him that's just, I have to watch him just slowly like, hey, I'm in charge here now. There was something yep. about that that we were all just like, okay, we need to watch this. And I think I think the the most telling sign of that was the respect shown by the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I think you know it, there could have been at any possibility of you know um, heckles or that one guy, and I didn't feel there was any of nobody that was the like that person was like, "Hey, Roman, you suck." That didn't happen. 
the the most the most standout thing was the mom in the front row saying we love you yes. Roman as he's going to grab a chair and she's like oh okay, okay. okay. no okay. no okay. no please I'm nope. gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> shut up now <laughs> but you know that woman is also all of Twitter who thirsts over Roman oh one hundred percent she wants it's fifty like shades that, of gray with that... Roman strong for that wet boy <laughs> Mister Reigns will see yep. him now yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. You just made her day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this segment of Renegade Roundup is sponsored by Twitter After Dark. Getting head at my table is more likely than you think. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, have a seat. <laughs> have a seat on my table. I'm sorry. <laughs> So they speared each other through the barricades. That was pretty sick. (laughs) Roman Reigns' favorite weapon, getting speared through a barricade. There you go. Love it. Getting speared by another man. Every Another another Brazzer thumbnail. I will never not love watching Roman Reigns go through a barricade. It's funny and cool and hella awesome every Every time. time. Especially because he's so big. He's so big. You have to wonder how he contorts himself to do it. He's really, really good, guys. He's really, he's, really good. Everyone's he's, got a signature weapon, up. and Roman Reigns is, is throwing himself through a barricade. That's a signature exactly. weapon. The, the fact, the fact that uh, you know, I, I say this very tongue in cheek. The fact that the world had to shut down for us to shut up and appreciate Roman Reigns. Oh, I'm so glad that we that like we now just appreciate him without the we, suffering succotash of everything else. Yes, we are very. We've come a long way since. Uh, yes, very much so. Also, one of my favorite parts of the match is like you get near the end and like Edge is starting to take over, blah blah blah, and then the Usos run out and you catch them as they're running down the ramp, and I notice I'm like, wait, there's mm-hmm. somebody behind them. I thought it was like yep. camera crew, yep. like somebody goofed, and as soon as they hit the ring, the Mysterios are right behind them, and it's, <laughs> I wish we got more interference attempts like that. Where it's like, hey, we made it. Haha, just kidding, the Calvary's already here to catch you. Right. Yep. And you know, the it's really it's really sad that that particular title match was reserved for the kickoff mm-hmm. show because not enough people got Yeah. To, like I said, we started like halfway was... through that. But I thought that was like a cool little way to like kind of be like, oh, they're not sitting there. There's no real upper hand here. And it kind of gave me the extra illusion of, oh my god, Edge actually has a chance now that he doesn't have them with yeah. him. And they were taken care of mm-hmm. so easily. Yep. I, also, I was... it does. It gives you the imp- impression that after the uh, Mysterios lost their title matches, they're just following the Usos around backstage. Yeah. <laughs> Give us it's our like title. We... Give but us it's also like, hey, there's a chance there could be some shenanigans that happen. We're going to be ready to get them. I thought that was like a really subtle like thing that I thought was just perfect. Because it really gave you me know the what hope I just of, realized? oh my god, Edge could win. You you know what I just realized mm-hmm. was the thing that made this pay-per-view so great? No 24-7 run-in. Wow. Yeah. 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 We did not have a 24-7 There wasn't really to, like to... the show kind of took itself seriously. It took itself seriously. Yes. It, 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 it was really nice. <laughs> it was a nice change of pace that you didn't have to throw everything at the wall and try to make it stick. It just did. 
I don't know. They threw a lot at the wall because this was not the only run in in this match. This what I was Correct. hoping for: slow, plodding, methodical heavyweight wrestling That's match right, because of Titans. We, we told we totally missed. We totally missed that at the end of uh, the Money in the Bank, there was the interview with Seth Rollins prior, where he's just like, "I'm not going to wait in line. The next person that that the person that wins the main event tonight, I get the shot. I'm not waiting in line." And he made his presence felt yep. in this match. He sure did. Uh, and it was also the sure second did. you know, match in a row with run-ins, uh, with a lot of them. In the last, in the Money in the Bank, we had Jinder Mahal also run in and do a whole That's bunch right. of things, which we didn't even get That's to. Right, we did. And almost completely missed, because just a lot happened in... There was a lot that six happened. matches. I didn't or know whatever who those was. guys were that were uh, tal uh, palling around with uh, um, with Jinder Mahal. Oh, that's you know I, the I usual totally... Jinder Mahal's. You know he's uh, what's their names from the uh, Singh brothers. That's them. It was it's just them. Don't worry about no, it. it was... No, 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 no. These guys were they're on these the guys juice. Were much taller. No, they're it's just well, well, you, you know they put them in the machine that stretches them out a little bit. It's you know it's the Singhs. Uh, no, <laughs> I I, uh, I see what you're. Doing. I didn't actually get uh, a, a good introduction to who was with gender ball but nobody genders the minder right that's what we say no wait it's nobody i don't hinders, think anybody does but people might start. nobody hinders the blend the gender that's see you don't get it hindered you're completely unhindered when you're gendered solon are you okay? no i'm not there's so much going on in this show i don't know what's <laughs> happening i don't go to this school <laughs> Soul, I'm doing my best out here, but look, I'm watching a cool heavyweight match, and like four people are running in at the end, and I'm supposed to be like, oh, there is ten years of history between all of these people, and this keeps happening. This isn't on just this wrestling show either. This keeps happening on all of them, and like, there's so much going on, and I'm playing Yakuza, and I have to contend with apparently like 30 to 50 years of Japanese history. On top of the like seventy names that are in that game, it's like wa I'm reading War and Peace in a video game while trying to be on a podcast talking about another War and Peace that's happening between entire Solon. industry of wrestling. Breathe, yeah. breathe, yeah. Mm -hmm. breathe. Johnny, let's go and talk about the conclusion of this match. I'm good. Jo jo Johnny Johnny Del Taco did he step away from? He the is mic? stepping away. I was actually trying to fill for time while Johnny was stepping away. <laughs> but okay, I totally I, missed that. All right, let's go. I ahead. can go longer <laughs> if you want. I've got many more breakdowns. <laughs> I can put so much emotional baggage on you, so don't worry. Uh, the, your your guilt trip powers are noticeable. <laughs> they they they, they, they I've leave got you. But then again, that is also because I'm an empath, so I'm just naturally empathetic and caring about people I care about. So. Uh, you know, I don't care about someone. I shouldn't have had a drink with non-fat milk because I want to make that slurping sound now what? and this have a non-fat milk You can't milk slurp your non-fat uh, milk? Hey, Sol, you want to give it a well, try? It's, you it's can not, slurp your non-fat milk if you want. <laughs> no, so it's not non-fat milk. It is a it is a smoothie with non-fat milk in it. <laughs> so it's thick. It's thicker, yeah. It's EA Sports. Big. Big. Bring NFL Streets back. They could just Please. bring NFL Streets back. It's three on three. Is it three on three football? It's awesome. 
It's the five it's on street five. football. I remembered yeah. that. It was fun. It was fun. Like I don't play football games, but I played that. I, I didn't even play Blitz. I played I played more streets than Blitz. Oh, I love Blitz. One of my favorite games ever. Uh, NFL Blitz. I'll, anytime it's in an arcade, I'll put a quarter in, play a single quarter of goofy ass football, throw seventy yards down the field for no reason. It's great. Console version having big head mode. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Put that one two three code in for super field goals, so that you can just kick them like eighty yards down the field. No one cares. Who cares? NBA J- NBA Jam plays the Clintons just for no reason at all. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, have you seen Money. my favorite? Have you seen my favorite Twitter? This is an important Twitter for y'all and the podcast listeners to also know. Uh, Ryu at Ryu number will tell you how many degrees away your favorite video game character is from Ryu, just like the Kevin Bacon number, but it's for Ryu. It. That's fantastic. And so you can find out that. Joe Biden having a Ryu number of three does insinuate because Joe Biden has been an NBA uh, is an NBA jam was he was because he was uh, vice president for Obama when they did the re-release and Barack Obama has been in multiple video games that have been shared with other game characters who he's got a number three, which means Barack Obama has a a Ryu number of two. You can find out. Hello Kitty's got a Ryu number of two through Hi Hachi because of Taiko Notatsujin drumbeat. Of course. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, that's fantastic. That means that Hello Kitty at some point, if he if she ever needs to take out Ryu, she's got a friend. She knows someone. She knows someone who can take out Ryu. Hello Kitty is someone to be feared. So anyway, at Ryu number, I love it. But also them. now Ryu has a gun because of Fortnite. So Haihachi can have, you know, as many guns as he needs. Hello Kitty's got someone. She's got muscle. And that's important. Uh, it is quite important. I was gonna bring just, up... just as important just important as the uh, I, it was. Dust I hear the opening and closing of doors, Mister Del Taco. Are have you returned? No, Mister Del Taco's not returned. That was my roommate. He opened, <laughs> and closed the doors. <laughs> the gentleman we are trying to have a podcast here. This is a serious discussion. <laughs> it's not really serious. Um, let's go ahead serious. and uh, uh, so Seth Rollins has the run in. Yep. And then boots, boots Mr. Edge in the head many a times. He sure does. He does. Takes, just then, gives him the business. Gives him the business. And uh, One, that was his second two. run-in also, right? Like, there were multiple run-ins of Seth Rollins. There were multiple run-ins in that match. <laughs> uh, um, like, he gets, you know, knocked out and tossed out, and you think they're going to a finish, and then... Seth Rollins just oh, the thing I appreci- returns. The thing I appreciate as well is uh, there was a point where um, after the spears through the barricade, Edge goes to the ref and tells him not to count. He eventually continues to start counting, but at least delays it enough. And I, I thought that was like a really nice touch. Yep. That like the ref, the ref is like, I don't care if you tell me not to, I have to, because that's Dems the rules. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yes, the uh, one, two, three, Roman Reigns retains. He stands up, tells the crowd. Well, Paul Heyman gets the mic, tells the crowd. Now, you will acknowledge me. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. And his name is John C. Turn that up. Turn that up. Toilet sounds. Where did you record this? 
I bought it at the mall. It's the funny phone jerks. Let me tell you, Bobby, there's nothing funny about these sounds. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. Now you get ready for the game, okay? Yes, sir. That boy ain't right. I tell you what. So the run-in was not Mr. Hank Hill. It was one, the one and only John Cena, who they they said that it has been nearly two years since he has been inside the WWE ring. Has it been two years since he got trapped in the Wyatt dimension? Because I think that's right. Yes. I don't know if that involves him stepping technically into the ring, but John Cena was has been in the Wyatt dimension for two years, and now he's back. Uh, he's back. Good old John. Uh, I'll admit, it was, it was nice John. to see John Cena again. The ace of WWE is back. I feel so good about it. Welcome back, Mr. Taco. Hi, sorry, I was finishing dinner. <laughs> oh, that's no, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. We are going long, and I do appreciate. Oh you. no, you're fine. Uh, you, you guys. I just had to get it out of the smoker. We're all good. But yeah, John Cena shows up, and that was John Cena shows up. Fun. Yeah, it was. It was a pleasant surprise. And the thing that I appreciate is um, two two very important things that came out of that. Mm-hmm. There was the, there was the, um, the first it was the leak footage, and then they eventually had the regular production footage uh-huh. of. He came back for the fans. He missed the fans, mm-hmm. and he also reiterated that this is this is going to be the first night of many. And then there was the WWE exclusive WWE.com exclusive mm-hmm. of that. Mister John Cena was going to make his intentions known. And kick off Monday Night Raw. Johnny Del Taco, what happened on Monday Night Raw? Yeah. I don't know. I came in about an hour into the show. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> you, you built it up! Built killing it up. me! On. Okay. That's I will I okay, so I saw I saw the good stuff at the end. We watched like the last okay. like hour and a half. Let me go ahead and fill it in real quick because I caught uh, I was catching tweets on the way home mm-hmm. when this was happening in real time. Uh, he wants the blue universal. I was gonna say it looks like he challenges Roman Reigns. Okay, SummerSlam, right? He, he cha- yes, and that makes Roman sense Reigns for SummerSlam. Pulling in what happens later. Oh, what does happen later? Mr. S- so the f- uh, I couldn't tell you what happened before. For this, but before, but um, Bobby Lashley comes out and cuts a promo, or MVP cuts it before him, and said pretty much, you know, Lashley was right. We got no more champagne, no more women, and he said to quote Bobby Lashley, "No more banning." So I was like, "Oh, they said banning." TV. Um, well, uh, well, again, it's uh, it's uh, somebody made mention that uh, uh, Lashley also used that particular mm-hmm. word last week, he did. which apparent, which apparently, mm-hmm. like, you know, which which. Solon goes back into your theory of uh, they need to have uh, more creative words rather than bitch. Yes. AEW still just awful with it. It's rife with, <laughs> y'all, get a thesaurus. Yes. Um, but then, so... You dog! You dirty dog! So all of a sudden, uh, so, last, so he's like, okay, I'm issuing an open challenge, and Keith Lee pops out and it's like, Basking hey! His glory. Sadly, his it was glory. not that. It was like his new theme, so at first I was like, what? And then they did the AJ oh, Roman right, spot yeah. where they're zoomed in on Lashley's face and you hear the crowd get all excited because obviously his name shows up, but they're focused on his face. I'm like, 
Who is this? <gasps> no. Yup. And then they did, I looked. They did the AJ Styles debut at the Royal Rumble yep, thing? Yep. Dumb. So then it turns around and then you just see Keith Lee walk out there. Going, oh my God, it's Keith Lee. Um, and then Keith Lee and Baba actually have a pretty decent little match with each other. Um, to the point where Phil was in my chat because while I was streaming this, he's like, I'm convinced Keith Lee is winning this. I want Keith Lee versus Big E. And I'm like, that gives me big men slapping meat. <laughs> and I need that more than anything right now. Yep. But Lashley ends up winning. But it was like, because it was we are men. We, we can say that we love lo big men big beating men. up on other men. Yes. Or the best meat. show title ever for progress was men throwing men at men. And I want that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. So... Keith Lee's back. That's cool. Um, and then so and then so Lashley beats Keith Lee. Good match. And then Lashley's like, oh, okay, blah, blah blah. And then Goldberg's music hits. The rumors oh, are true. The rumors were true. We're getting Lashley versus Goldberg at SummerSlam, oh. and it was the most obvious piped-in Goldberg chance in the most deafened booze I have ever heard. Oh shit. Wow. Silence. Wow. And it just sounds like they layered three people yelling Goldberg repeatedly and his music, and that was it. Oh, After everyone being so no. excited because Keith Lee's Keith there. Keith Lee just came out and he well, got big, big ovation for Keith Lee. Yeah. You know what? They probably learned this trick from when nobody responded to Hogan at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was That might have been huh. like the trial run to be like, should we should we keep the pipes or not and they're definitely searching the crowd looking for the one person who's excited for goldberg and they just couldn't find him they found one guy and then they cut because goldberg came out in his pyro head and then it's that's when it's just silent it's just goldberg. like three people it was because wwe is all about booking moments mm -hmm. hmm so they had a force WWE one. WWE gonna WWE. Mm. Okay, so have you have either of you watched anything on Raw yet? No, I was at work. Do you so mind if you... I spoil the? Please. Okay. Go so then, it. after that, was oh, what was after that? I remember there being something between. Good oh, spoiler. No. Karrion Cross makes his Raw debut. It is his birthday today. Oh, it is his birthday today. Happy, Happy birthday, Carrie! We're going to give you a match against Jeff Hardy. And no more words is back. Oh, yes. Because um, okay. one of the things I'm really excited about is there is rumors that uh, Drew McIntyre wants his old um, his old theme back. Which I yes, please, please, such a please give theme. me out of time. So say like, yes, please. Um, so Carrie and so 30 seconds in, Jeff hits a twist of fate and goes for a swanton. Cross rolls out of the way, cross works on him for a little bit. Something happens, Jeff gets him in a roll up, feet on the ropes. One, two, three. Jeff Hardy beats him. Oh, and in, in, oh. maybe three minutes, maybe. Oh, no. And then it was pointed out, I do believe that is Carrie and Cross's first WWE loss. Oh no! Yeah, to a to a what? three minute squad yep. <laughs> on a Monday Night Raw yep. to Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Hardy. He's the NXT champion. Yes, yes. Somebody has already photoshopped Jeff Hardy with the NXT title now. He yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, here's, here's here's something as well that uh, I think 
correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they say that the that the draft is coming back? I believe so. Because I saw I saw pics of Dana going back to NXT as a possibility. Mandy just went back also and they were hyping Andy up Rose Cross as a very big deal also. There were multiple promo packages saying, "Hey, Carrie Cross is coming." We, you, you got to watch this guy, and then that happens, and then afterwards, the whoever the new Irish guy is, who's like the former Todd Pettengill, like whatever spot you would call him, but it's like the an Irish guy now. Guy, yes, mm-hmm. meets him in the ring. Goes, how do you feel about losing? And then he says something like, how Jeff Hardy just made a huge mistake. Losing, yes. Um, and then he's like, Jeff Hardy just made the biggest mistake of his life. So it sounds like we're going to get a Hardy versus Cross program. Which I'm hoping oh. is Hardy ends up putting Cross over in the long run, and this kind of turns into Jeff's sunset. So you mean to tell me that in the world of WWE booking, Johnny Gargano cannot be Karrion Cross, but Jeff Hardy can? In under three minutes. Yes. It took yep. shenanigans. It was a roll-up oh with the feet on the road. But he still beat him. You know, a little in, leverage in the can go a long way. You know, in the Renegade <laughs> Roundup, we usually like to try to look at the silver lining of things. Oh, and no Scarlet. Scarlet Bordeaux was not with him. Just buried. I'm Ab- sorry, what? Yep. Just- Scarlet was not there. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Did we not learn anything from uh, from Occam and Razor? Yeah. No, no. You don't get rid of you don't get rid of Paul Elric. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh <laughs> God. Mm. Yeah. So this, this portion, this portion of the Renegade Roundup, may be sponsored by aspirin. Please bring me some. <laughs> so no, it does get better though. So we get Rhea Charlotte two. Cool. And the, cool. It, okay. it's a shortened version of their match at Money in the Bank. It's actually pretty all right. Nice. Um, okay. Charlotte though is very clearly coward champion now. Gets to the yep. point where there's multiple I mean, times yeah, where she, makes she's like, I have champions sure. advantage. Screw this. I get up and leave. They do their spot, and then Rhea's starting to get the upper hand. Um, I I want to say Charlotte tries to cheap shot her. doesn't work. I could be wrong on that. I was also distracted by playing a game. And then um, Charlotte grabs the belt and runs off. She's like, I'm leaving. Goodbye. And this is actually the coolest way this could have gone. Mm-hmm. Rhea goes after her to try to grab her back in the ring. Charlotte turns around, hits her with a belt. Ding, ding, ding. DQ. Very clear. All right. Charlotte retains. So Charlotte goes in the ring, grabs her belt, and she's celebrating in the victory of it all. Yeah, I won. Rhea Ripley gets up and just beats her down, just beats her ass at ringside. Good. Boom, cash in. Nikki's there. Nikki runs oh. out. She does. She hits her little dive on Charlotte. One, two, three. Show ends. Nikki is your women's champion. <laughs> okay. Really? Yep. Yeah. She cashed in and won. Okay. Okay. And it totally made sense because it's like Rhea was kind of beating her down. She was weak. She had to cheat to win. And then after getting beaten down, she gets her comeuppance by losing. And the show literally ends with Nikki in the crowd holding the belt over her head. Okay. It, it was it was okay. a very good end to what was 90% of a train wreck. As a three-hour Monday Night Raw will be. Yes. Yep. But they gave us a satisfying ending, and I was like, oh, you know what? That's fine. I I think, oh, okay. My, 
the, the skeptic in my head is uh, is. <laughs> I see Soul trying that. to do the like. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm waiting trigonometry for to like make Summer this make Slam sense. And the squash. Oh, do you think happen. I can do trimino- trigonometry? I'm, That's cute. I'm just I watching you like trying to make an algorithm that like makes this fine. You know, you're trying to like. How do I? It's. It's because fine. because everything that happened is you know you're cashing it in one day after mm-hmm. money in the bank. This has all the recipe of screaming transitional champion, and I would love to be wrong. I really and, want to be wrong, but I 100% am convinced Charlotte's taking it back at SummerSlam. Either mm-hmm. that or Becky. Uh, I don't know if they want to do wait. I don't want to use the word waste, but. Becky coming back against Nikki, uh, like Becky versus she's the Charlotte. She's, she's the she's the. I mean, there's the thing, you know, whoever has the gold makes the rules. Yeah. She's going to say she's the man, so she's going to go for the title. What's to stop her from? I, so I thought of this earlier because I thought the same thing. Wasn't mm-hmm. Becky on SmackDown? Why wouldn't she challenge uh, Bianca? No, because no. Well, remember, uh, Oscar. Uh, oh, Oscar won. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 She was raw. Yeah. She she was raw yep. when she left because right. money in the bank. Yeah. Because money in the bank. I, I still feel like Becky versus Bianca would draw better than Becky versus Nikki. If, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> However, if they want to keep the continuity of the brands to the point where when the tag team champions got traded, the belts got they, traded. Oh as yeah, well. they swapped the belts. They swapped they the swapped belts. The belts. Like ships in the night. Yep. Here, these are yours. If you want to talk about the brand is bigger than the superstars, there's no better incident Mm -hmm. to talk about that than oh, hi, raw, raw raw tag team champions. Wasn't that Viking Raiders and Street Profits? Was it was it Street Profits or New Day? Was it Street Profits or New New Day? Day. I want to say it was Viking Raiders and New Day. Mm -hmm. You may you may be right on that one. I don't but, know. Uh, but yeah, in any show. case, I, this, it's, it's a lot. There's Money a the reason that I've only caught up reason. with it on Hulu. Like, but here's the thing: also, is like they they're they're talking about uh, not potentially not renewing um, their Hulu contract. Really? Oh, because that's that's set, that's set to expire by the end of the year. I I want to let's take oh, a no. look at where this right. That's that is Knuckles meme. Oh no! Oh, oh no! no. Uh, that's like where a lot of their backlog is right now with the transition of Peacock going great. No, not even that. Be- not even that because with the uh, acquisition of Peacock, they got rid of mm-hmm. all raw episodes before 2008. And apparently, according to the Peacock network, um, SmackDown has never existed outside of Fox. <laughs> Amazing. It's a paid service. It is a paid mm-hmm. service. Yep. Sports Kita, Sports Kita reporting. WWE's deal with Hulu expiring soon. Possible implications revealed. WWE's deal with Hulu is set to expire sometime in 2022 or even by the end of 2021. As a result, Hulu will no longer be able to provide the next day access service for WWE shows to its fans. This will leave the on demand next day access service up for grabs to potential buyers. <laughs> Uh, what else would there be? Tubi? You're going to Tubi. Going to Tubi or Pluto? Pluto. That would be awesome. Turn on Pluto and watch Defy and WWE on the same network. 
That would be rad. <laughs> that would be, that rad. would be rad. That would be rad. But uh, you know, we can only dream. It, it mm. is. It is a. It is a Washington Mark dream for sure. Um, just if, if only WWE and Defy can coexist, uh-huh. that will never happen. We'll never, no, that will never right. happen. That'd be pretty cool. We had a progress show once, we but unfortunately we can't talk about that because rights. Yeah, that was a good show. That was a really good show. It was a really good show, but uh, nobody will ever see the light of day at that because. Oh no, no, it was the it was the night after that nobody can see. Because that's when you got Brody versus Peter. Oh, it was the night after that nobody can see. I thought was was progress a two night. Yeah, that was only a one. Yeah, progress was the night before because I believe that was a Friday, and then Defy ran the next night because that's when you got. Pete versus Brody for the UK title in a match that nobody can see. I also remember that vividly because I remember Tyler Bate and Trent Seven coming out in kimonos on the second night. That's right. I <laughs> that's right because um because uh I, I must have caught the second night because uh because I caught that match. Mm-hmm. Uh that was also the one with uh Swerve versus Brian Cage. Yes. And the opener was um Mustache Mountain. Yes. The mm. big strong boys. Yep. Which big strong boys are just over and over. I don't know why I remember them. I just the, I remember the image of them specifically hitting the pose in kimonos. Yep. I was like, "Yep, all right." <laughs> it's pretty great. It's pretty great. It's good times. Um, let's go ahead and I'm gonna attempt to pop up uh, uh, topics that I was uh, that I had set aside earlier. Unless there is some uh, some news that uh you all would like to share with the class i am totally open to some uh, suggestions I've, i'm very excited for next month and the wrestling weekend we're getting speaking of local yes shit, yes i got my without a cost have... ticket secured i've got i've got money set good, aside good for because they sold weekend. out this morning yes, uh, they did show for me yep um so that's gonna be fun we're making the trip up for all three days we're coming up oh nice fr- Good. Yeah, we're coming up Friday morning. We're leaving Sunday after without a cause and just heading straight home. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That'll be fun. Um, even even though uh, as of right now, I may not be uh, going to the shows because um, monies and funds and yeah. uh, the economy is and all that. Um, I will say that I uh, since I am working up in Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, we will have to at least uh, get a meetup. Oh, of course. One hundred percent. And Phil and, uh, is going to be with and me. And I will also. make sure. So yeah, awesome, and mm-hmm. I will make sure to bring my copy of WrestleMania 21. Yes, because you promised. Yes, uh, Solon. Uh, in case you uh, were not aware, we had a gentleman's bet. Uh, I talked about how awful that is, so bad that I want to eventually make a YouTube feature video about how bad that game is. <laughs> and uh, uh, I know I'm uh, paraphrasing a little bit, uh, Mr. Johnny Del Taco. Holy challenge accepted. <laughs> and uh, right. I'm like, all right, all right, I will not be sad if that just disappears. Yep. <laughs> no, have fun. Right have fun. All right. I'll take it. Have, have fun. <laughs> so that is that is our gentleman's best. Oh, yeah. Del Taco's I'll problem now. That's my problem now. I'll take that. <laughs> Gentlemen, a uh, interesting video that uh that I uh, saw recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a huge fan of the extra credits series of videos and features, especially their, uh, you know, the things like history and mythology. And um, I love the direction that they have taken with the uh, the changing of the guard in recent years. Like I love the original, um, but they've just exponentially gotten better and better over time. And recently, there was a video 
that uh, that really turned my gears a little bit. There was a video that recently was released called What Genre Are Wrestling Games? <sighs> now, oh. there are three different there are three different houses of thought. <laughs> okay. Yep. Explain our, uh, our three houses, our Fire Emblem three houses of thought. Yes, your Fire Emblem three houses for what genres uh, wrestling games fall under is is it a fighting game? Is it a sports game? Is it a hybrid of both? Yeah, missed on all three. Or, or is it a unique that oh, it is okay. none of those three? Yeah, missed on all three. I'm going to be the coward and say it depends on which game you're playing. Because <laughs> if you're playing any of like the old, like if you're playing like Saturday Night Slam Masters, that's a fighting game. I'm sorry, that's a mm -hmm. fighting game. That is not a wrestling game. That is a fighting game that has wrestling over. Because Capcom over. doesn't make wrestling, wrestling games. They yeah, make exactly. fighting games. Um, they make arcade beat-em-ups and fighting games. But we'll say, but here's the thing. I want to specify mm -hmm. The, the the titles that they mentioned specifically are games like the WWE 2K, okay. New Japan, and Fire Pro. That is specifically what they are pegging down as the wrestling genre. And the No Mercies and that that kind of line of stuff. It's kind of, I don't, if you're going strictly as a fighting game, sports game, or its own hybrid, once again, I'm going to be the coward and claim that it's like the weird hybrid. Okay. Um, 2K Defend is like, your a, stance. it's like a weird simulation, which kind of classifies it more as a sports game in my mind than a mm -hmm. fighting game. But if you're talking like the new Japan and like the fire pros, and if you're even going back to like the virtual pros and one we've been playing a lot is king of coliseum mm -hmm. it's kind of like almost like a strategy game when it comes to them because with japanese fighting games compared to like the american ones where it's oh i gotta do all my moves to get my finish and that's it it's you have this you have to work your way low 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 then you get your medium 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 and then if you get your highs you got a pretty good chance of winning once you get to that much damage done Okay. It's like a weird strategy type of deal. But if you're talking like 2K, it's essentially like who can get their finisher first. Sure. So I would lean I think, more can, towards like I, a I, sports I, game than a fighting game. Okay. So by, by that token, you would akin to like the WWE 2K in the same house as like your NBA 2Ks. And your NFL. I think that's FIFAs. the goal that they're going for is what they want to be. This is our brand of a sports simulation. There you go. Sure. So I think that's what they're going for with that one. If you're, that, you're going the big series of WWE 2K, then yes, it's closer to a sports game than a fighting game. Okay. Solon, your thoughts. Oh, I think that the whole question is kind of whack <laughs> i think it's <laughs> i it's a mental exercise no 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 no. hold on because they're not going to come around and be like well what genre really is uh 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 what's the trucker uh euro truck simulator what's american truck simulator is it a racing game no it's a driving simulator is it a tycoon <laughs> game 
It's a simulator. They're simulating simulator. an industry. Exactly. We've done this a million times. The only thing they can't get through their heads is like, oh, there's fighting in it. So it's a video game that I got to put onto. I got to put in my schema of like, oh, this is what a video game is like. I'm like, come on, extra credits. Be better than that. Don't be so, so like, dismissive. Here's of, my weird way to dismiss it. As, of things. I just, as somebody who is not game. really into fighting games that much, the question then would yeah. become, would you ever see a WWE game at Evo? Well, I mean, we've definitely seen tons of side tournaments for, um, uh, uh, like Fire Pro I, I know, I, I, and like Fire Pro and No Mercy get them, but like on the mm -hmm. main stage, do you ever think no, you'll no, ever no. see it? But I'm saying the, we also get yeah. side tournaments for Beyblade, like <laughs> Beyblade's more can, of a fighting game can, than 2K is, if you ask me. That's FGC is all hell. Putting it in that regard, you can find people competing over what, anything. Once again, I. I will reiterate, I'm not somebody who's in the fighting game community I at all. I yeah. suck terribly at them, so I've just given up. No, I just, mm -hmm. I, I think Extra Credits' views into this was, like, super reductive. <laughs> I'm like, come on, <laughs> you can do better than this. It's, in, in fairness, they did kind of pull from a sample size of three. I could tell. Because, the, because, because, mm -hmm. what, uh, because what ended up sort of being, like, a conclusion, I'm just going to use yep. loosely yeah, a yeah. conclusion, mm -hmm. is that it's kind of a combination of all of the above because at some at every point in the history of fighting games you have where uh wrestling games borrowed fighting elements mm -hmm. you know from fighting yeah. games and in turn you have some uh fighting games that end up borrowing from wrestling so it's kind of a give and take yeah. Um, yeah, like homogenous relationship. Yeah, I guess if you, could say. if you want to boil it down enough, you could say that any wrestling game is a fighting game because it's two guys hitting each other with attacks exactly. trying to drain the life bar. Bumping meats. Two guys are two, bumping two guys meats. bumping meat to lower a health bar. <laughs> like if I mean, two K twenty has a very clear health bar. Like if you want to boil it down enough, yeah, you can make the fighting game argument. Yeah, the WWE Battlegrounds was really trying to go, like, the fighting game route with, like, sig like signatures and finishers looking like supers, mm -hmm. and it just it felt clunky. It felt really... From what I, I, I I've I refused like... to play that game because I was like, 2K20 I, bu I bought mine on I bought mine on discount mm -hmm. just because I was curious and, yeah, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't look great. Um, I, there's... Uh, apparently there's really bad online bugs with that game also. There will never be as worse of a bugs as uh, I think it was SmackDown. Uh, was it uh, was it SmackDown versus Raw 08 or was it uh, uh, WWE 09? Was it probably 09 because 09 had a good. It was one of the first ones you could play on PlayStation 3. And uh, my college friend at the mm -hmm. time, we tried playing online. Oof, I'm sorry. The first match we tr the first match we tried playing online was the last one we played because yep. the dude that we were paired up with had the cane choke slam loop yep. <laughs> where we couldn't do uh, anything because or... he would he would pull the choke slam when there was just enough recovery and we were just caught in that yep. loop. So another one the my favorite things from old WWE games is when you could do a creative finisher and yep. uh yes. you could play online yes. You'd get the guy who is the asshole who beats you and hits you with his creative finisher, which is kicking you in the dick fourteen times and punching you for a pin. <laughs> the one that if it I works, love is it works. You get, exactly. The one that I you love is when you get here. the uh, when you go against the creative characters that all they have are cinematic moves and you can't respond to mm -hmm. it. 
Alzheimer scam you. I like that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's the ones where it's like it doesn't give a reversal prompt because yep. you just grapple it in and it transitions and you can't respond to it because it has to, you because the reversal happens at the end of the cinematic and you can't time that worth a damn. Uh-huh. Not online, especially. Yeah. Especially with 2K servers. WWE mm. games haven't rolled back netcode. Get out of no. here. That's for Nickelodeon GGPO Brawl. and WWE, get out of here. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a collab, though. <laughs> Dude, if 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 uh, again more games need GTPO, more games need rollback netcode. Mm -hmm. The fact that there's a Nickelodeon All Stars Smash clone that has better netcode than Smash, yep, tells you everything you need to know about the industry. I, I love fighting games right now. Yeah, people are genuinely fighting games right now. The fact that the fact that Fight of Animals, a six dollar game, has better netcode than Street Fighter Five, which costs ten times as much. <laughs> it's a good dev team. It's got good pedigree. I mean, that's that. yeah. Hold on, I gotta look this game up now. Yeah, no, it's Fight of Animals is amazing. It's a fa it's a fantastic Fight game. Of animals. Yeah, it's done by the same people that did Fight of Gods, and it's all meme animals. Right. Yep. Okay, so they're oh. the Fight of Gods people. Yep. Oh boy. They do good work. Uh, what is it? Uh, digital. Digital Craft Studios. Digital Crafter. Thank you. I'm thank looking you, at the you. Steam page currently, and it's only ten dollars. And yeah, and that's probably with all the DLC. Oh, uh, uh, buy Fight of Animals plus ten costumes is. Oh, you could buy Fight of Animals and Fight of Gods for thirty. Oh, that's that's a good deal. Mm -hmm. I get paid tomorrow, and I'm really debating <laughs> on do I need this. You, or you, not? And we know where. Uh, spoiler alert: That's uh, we know where your money is going. Yeah, Soul, there's, Soul's there's, got a way to to get you, you know, separated from your money. It's gosh, it's a good scheme. I I see birds in American I, speedos. I know I, proper oh, positioning. I know how to convince people. I am wow. Oh. This is. I'm just watching Daniel's the trailer fighting. for this. It's just and God's fighting. This this is beautiful. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we have lost Del Taco. We are down Magic minus one in our crew. I'm sorry, Egg Dog. He's this is great. Well, Soul, you want to take us home? We got <laughs> <laughs> Put the transition in now. Yep. Um, Soul, do you uh, have any uh, other... Anything else you want to uh, bring up uh, in topic? Or just... Uh, nah, I've, nah, I've had I such a great time with wrestling this weekend. And with having all the crowds coming yeah. back in, uh, it's it's been very exciting. And we've got so much more cool stuff that's coming up this month. Uh, both locally yeah, and it's, across yeah. the country, that I'm, it's a good time for wrestling yeah, have, right now. It's super yeah, great. Yeah, you have rock and wrestling. Yeah, you have rock and wrestling coming up at the end of the month. You have August is going to have. Uh, I found out about uh, two promotions. I'm going to keep my eye out for Relentless Pro Wrestling and Scuttlebutt, and uh, mm -hmm. also uh, one of the one of the big major shows uh, nationally is uh, New Japan US. They're going to have yeah. their uh, Los Angeles show. In uh, mid-August. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, we have uh, Defy is going to have their two-night event, Defy Leviathan. And uh, the aforementioned uh, Without a Cause, which uh, completely sold out because the main event is Dan Housen versus Steve Miggs. And that's going to be a banger of a show. I'm really happy you all are going to experience uh, the local celebrity that is. Um, 
I'm convinced that when he is uh, ready to blow up the national scene, he sh- uh, he should rebrand himself as the A-lister Steve Miggs. Just go full, um, uh, go full. Why am I blanking on his name? Go full. Uh, Miz? The guy from the no, uh, the guy from Ready to Rumble. Oh, uh, Jimmy David King. Arquette. David Arquette. Go. Go, go the whole go oh. the whole David Arquette when he was trying to be Magic Man Ric Flair. You know how he had like that poofy chest robe thing? Yep. yep. Can you imagine Steve Miggs wearing something like that? Oh, 100%. I think it's just kind of a natural oh, fit. That's yeah. a natural fit. That's a natural fit for the guy. I'd hate that for him. All right. <laughs> it would Because do it's so, so good. It would do so good. Duh-huh. <laughs> just, we talked really about good heels on the guy. show. And I do. I do. I want I do. And you do, because he's that good. All right. Uh, Johnny, where can people uh, find Mr. Del Taco on the internet? Oh, uh, way if you would. easiest way to get a hold of me is uh, either Twitch or Twitter, uh, number two, Dudes with Cats. Uh, we try to stream just about every day. Um, yeah, that's about the easiest way to get a hold of me anymore is on there. Uh, come say hi. Twitters, yes. We're always down to just BS with anybody. Yeah, that's good. It's us, Mister Solon. Where can people find me? Hey, you find me at Solon Face. That's my face. It's the place where you go see Solon Face. S O L O N F A C E. And I'm on Twitch.tv pretty much every night. You can come see me. Come say hi. Come follow the stream because uh, we're playing Yakuza all month, as oh. well as a bunch of other awesome games. Uh, we're just finishing up. You you also have a uh, a tabletop campaign you've been. Uh, we doing, do. Yes. You popped in on that. Uh, Final Fantasy sixty nine. I did. It's the sixty nice. ninth from the year thirty thirty. We got a little advanced copy of Final Fantasy sixty nine, and uh, it is a full tabletop campaign of all of the Final Fantasy mechanics from every game. It's I have to in... show that to Phil because he is very big into Final Fantasy. It's a nutso high level like process but uh we make a good show of it and it's really fun it's you know five folks trying to you know survive in a world of final fantasy where everything's pretty much out to kill you and all of the politics say hey you're the you're the warrior of light you have to deal with that now and we're like but we just want to hang out and have fun they're like (laughs) your hometown's burning now and i'm like but i don't want it to (laughs) yep it's uh uh, lots of fun, lots of pain, lots of just all the emotions and tabletop. And uh, once in a while, we'll roll well, too. Hey, that's always the you best get, feeling, isn't it? Yeah, like every other once in a while. episode, we'll, like someone will roll like good, and then the rest of the episode will all roll bad. It's great. Good. Just make sure you don't drink the water. <clears throat> nope. Don't drink the water, please. Because I, I caught that where like there was a... Uh... There was uh, what some kind of homogenous uh, creature that was enjoying. The we water. met the devourer this week, and don't drink that water. Don't know. <laughs> we don't know what happens if you drink that water, and we're just gonna leave it be. <laughs> we did directly ask the devourer if he could devour the main like antagonist of the entire thing, and they were like, "Sure," and we were like, mm, "That's actually hmm. <laughs> how <laughs> how do we transport this?" devourer water did you have to roll for that or did did he just willingly say all right i'll eat the main plot well, we, well, we talked it up we started chatting it up and okay we, we got some good rolls where we were like yeah we're gonna chat up we're gonna talk to the water why not and then it like became a whole thing now the devourer is like very scary and terrifying but also could help us it's just a pool that devours anything that goes into it like 
what could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, we will have to uh, eventually talk shop at some <laughs> point because uh, I uh, I've been uh, scheming and plotting for a very long time of my campaign, and I have gotten uh, one step closer to that. As have we. Uh, if you need any kind of Final Fantasy tabletop stuff, uh, yeah, everyone at Solon Phase, we we know exactly. Yes, D and D Baldur's Gate descent into because because my. I went to my local store. Uh, shout out to Terra Crux Games up in Tacoma. Uh, Doug is a phenomenal human being. Give uh, support your local businesses. And I said that I wanted my dream campaign. As I get back into frame. My dream campaign is Mega Man X meets Mad Max with a little bit of Hunger Games thrown into it. Nice. That book is very... Uh, very Fury Road. Mm -hmm. So is this bad boy. I'm having to put this vertically. What is... This is... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to pull this out what? because it's not sure... Is this Infernal War Machine? It is called the Infernal War oh, Machine! Yeah. And it is a figure that comes in multiple parts. And it is very big and very beautiful. Uh, just like all of us in this room tonight. Big man. Big man! Bumping meat. Not necessarily bumping. Is he going to be slapping meat? This is going to be great for the audio listeners, by the way. Me just rustling with oh, yeah. plastic. I apologize in advance. Rip headphone users. There he is. There's the thing. Oh. If that isn't, oh, what a lovely day indeed. Oh. I don't know what oh. is. And it comes in sections. Okay. You can remove stuff. Like the Triceratops head in the top. And look what we have there. Wow. Some, some, little, some little compartments. Really, really nice attention to detail. Mm. That was the last one in the shop. They could not give it away if they tried. <laughs> and they're just like, you like Fury Road? Here you go. We recommend this. And I'm like, all right, Good. cool. Now we have something to build off. Of. Also, uh, awesome. War Warhammer might not, like, if you're into, like, figures and stuff like that, look into, like, Warhammer ones. They've got a lot of stuff. I, uh, 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 Doug at Terracrux is a big war machine advocate uh, because you can buy an entire army for what it costs to start with Warhammer. Oh, yeah. I, I know somebody Cause, who Because uh, I will tell you that uh, you are not taking kids through school if you are investing in Warhammer and War Machine yeah, that's figures. Right. Yeah, that's, that's totally fair. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I think uh, I think we're about ready to wrap this up. Gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, for joining us yep, on this uh, Anytime. particular... Yes, it's uh, quite a fantastic way to just yeah. get... Uh, we're going to ride off into the sunset with uh, Jazz Ensemble in hand. And I want to say thank you to all the listeners that uh, drive this and uh, make it possible to do. Uh, as uh, Toonami Tom told you, stay golden, take care of each other. Until next time, it's a soul signing out. Have a good one, kids.